Welcome to Mind Love Premium, episode 59. Today's episode is all about how our cells communicate. Their big phrase was mind is body, body is mind. Well, the truth of the matter is the body is the brain. In other words, every cell is part of this signaling that's going on. So you really can't separate the brain and the body the way we were. Everything involves both. So it's like this huge symphony of communication going on involving all of the cells. And it turns out that's how everything works. So it used to be you could study the kidney and you just study the kidney. You'd look at kidney cells, but now you can't do that. You have to study all the cells. It's more complicated, but it does show where future knowledge is gonna come and where future treatments are gonna come. I believe that over time, science will begin to prove spirituality. And I think the cool thing is, whether you believe in evolution or the biblical story of creation doesn't even really matter because either scenario requires an intelligence in forms of life. How much intelligence is within forms of life that is still being discovered? And for me, this brings up questions like, what is the mind-body connection really? Where and what is the mind in general? Is it more than just the brain? What is the soul? Is everything really connected? And if so, how? Do other forms of life besides people and animals also have intelligence? Are there means of communication beyond our five senses? The cool thing about science, well, real science, the kind that's ever evolving and welcomes questions and scrutiny, the cool thing about that kind of science is that each new discovery is a possible foundation for a thousand other discoveries. And these discoveries begin with a thought, a question, a desire to explore what this information could mean. I think too often we wait for other people to tell us what's real instead of engaging our imagination enough to ponder it ourselves. So we end up building walls around our own mindsets with skepticism or blind obedience rather than seeking expansion and greater understanding. There is a need and we are blessed to have experts, obviously. But there is also a place at the table for people with a new or limited understanding of things because they tend to ask questions that the experts didn't think of. Or they blend their unique knowledge with what's being presented. I'll give you an example. I worked in product design in the tech industry for almost a decade, mostly in building apps and websites. Well, key parts of every stage of every product was surveys and user feedback, meaning that we would ask for ideas, advice, and critiques from people who knew nothing about building the type of product that we were building so that we could see it with fresh eyes. And guess what? This almost always led to the most valuable insights because they aren't bogged down by preconceived notions or worried about appearing foolish in front of their peers. It reminds me of that story of elephants on a rope. Maybe you've heard it before, but a man is passing by elephants and he suddenly stops and he's confused by the fact that these huge creatures are being held by only a small rope tied to their front leg. There's no chains, there's no cages. It was obvious that the elephants could at any time just break away from their bonds, but for some reason they didn't. So he saw a trainer nearby and asked why these giant animals just stood there and made no attempt to get away. 
So the trainer said that when they're really young and a lot smaller, they use the same size rope to tie them. And at that age, it's enough to hold them. As they grow up, they're conditioned to believe that they cannot break away. They believe the rope can still hold them, so they never try to break free. The man was amazed. These animals could at any time break free from their bonds, but because they believed they couldn't, they were stuck right where they were. So usually this parable is told as an analogy about our limiting personal beliefs. We go through life hanging on to a belief that we can't do something simply because we failed at it one time before. Well, I see this same storyline happening as a collective, especially now when questioning things is seen as opposition or rebellion. I think that discouraging people from questioning things is dangerous. If I stopped questioning things when I thought I had it all figured out, (laughs) I'd be chilling for the rest of my life in my own personal rock bottom. Somehow I was most sure of myself when I was the most disillusioned about how life works. Well, the older and wiser I become and the more experience I gain, the more I realize that I'm not 100% sure about anything except for the energy that I wish to carry. Anyways, this was a really long-winded way of saying a few things. Number one, never stop questioning. There are always more things to be discovered and the science is never truly settled, despite what anyone tells you. Number two, don't shy away from discovering a new science yourself just because you are not an expert in that field. Your ideas and perceptions are always valuable and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And number three, today we are opening our minds to new discoveries in science. And I'm going to challenge you to ponder what these things might mean, even if only for your own practice and contemplation. Our guest today is Dr. John Leaf. Dr. Leaf is a nationally recognized neuropsychiatrist and foremost expert on cellular communication science. He teaches how it's our cells communicating with each other that causes feelings, sickness, thoughts, and disease in our bodies. Dr. Leaf is a graduate of Yale and holds a doctorate in medicine from Harvard Medical School. He's the leading neuropsychiatrist investigating cellular conversations. So basically how our cells and the cells of everything communicate with each other. Three key things we will learn are how all life's activity occurs because cells communicate. How very different cells, like bacteria and brain cells, blood cells and viruses, all speak the same language. And new discoveries on intelligence in nature. But before we dive in, I want to invite you to wake up to the morning mind love. Every weekday morning, you get a little inspiration to give you something to focus on. Kind of like a love letter from the cosmos. Plus, when you sign up, you get two free gifts, a 30-minute meditation and 30 days of journaling prompts to help you grow. And it is all completely free. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up. Hey there, Wild Minds. So this was just a preview, but you can access the whole episode with a MindLove Premium membership. If MindLove has been helpful to you in any way, consider helping support the show by joining this exclusive community. I promise I'm making it totally worth it. You get exclusive episodes, which means twice the mind love in a private feed that imports right to your favorite podcast app. So you don't have to go to the web to listen. 
And that's not all. You also get all Mind Love episodes ad-free for uninterrupted listening. You get early access to episodes and you get bonus video interviews and powerful meditation downloads. And finally, you get priority access to me. So you're free to reach out to me with any questions that you have about life, love, relationships, success, whatever it might be. And in more good news, you can get started free with a two-week free trial. Just go to mindlove.com slash premium. And if you're a student, reach out to me on Instagram and I'll give you a special discount.